Lucy. We're, we're going to open up with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we're just so grateful. We're just so grateful to hear and, and your word today, Lord. To hear the plan that you have for us. To be ever ready to receive all that you have. And I thank you, Heavenly Father, that your word is working in us. It's providing answers, getting us into the places that you desire us to be. And everybody said, Amen. 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 Say, I am alert. alert. I'm ready to receive. receive. We have a dog in the backyard, a new puppy, and she likes to eat. Like every new, you ever, you ever have a young child, a young, a young person around? What are the first thing like? They like to hit that refrigerator. When Ethan was a baby, when he was a boy, it seemed like the refrigerator was his, was his hangout. <laughs> he just liked to hang by that door, boy. And, and anytime you open that refrigerator door, the dogs look up. <laughs> like, what's it? You, gonna come? you know, because they know. Yeah. Anytime we come to church, every time those doors open, what's going to go on in there? Yeah. What am I going to get? You know, see, you, you, don't have to be, you don't have to be young to be hungry. Do you hear what I said? You don't have to be young to be hungry. But to be, to be a person of character, I, mean, I shouldn't say the word, I don't even know why I use that word here. You know, to, to, to really want what God wants for you, you have to be hungry. You have to come in with, a, with a, the mind, your mind in, in advance, say, I'm hungry, I've come hungry because I need answers. Every day, every day. You know, if you're just playing church, just, you know, reading your Bible in church, or, or what's, that, what's that little crossword? thing that people play you know they're playing your crossword puzzle in church you, you know you're are you ready for church yeah. are you ready if, if you needed a miracle today would you be ready to receive a miracle today you know when we first started this church or in, in 2007 I say 2007 but uh, it was December 2007 I was praying I said Lord how, what what do you want to establish this church on how do you want a church uh, us to establish this church? And, uh, you know, time can go by and you can forget the things that God told you. Yeah. You hear what I said? He said, there's, there's, there are things I want this church to be established on. And, um, and you know, you simply can forget in a way, this is part of the vision. You know, when we first started this church, the first thing that I, I, I that was really strong on me was to make sure that we kept the word of faith strong in people's hearts, yeah, to yeah. let them know that you are this is a word of faith church, right. and that that your that your foundation is a word of faith as is is going to be as a word of faith person. Right. Now, I'm not talking about a religious grouping. This is this is the word of faith is not a um, is not a denomination. The word of faith is a message. It is a message of faith. It is a message of believing. It is a, 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 a message of trusting. What, what, what goes into all that as a, as a person of a word, who's a word of faith? First and foremost, you're a person of covenant. In other words, you understand what covenant means. When we first started this church, we, we didn't have membership. We never had church membership. You know what we had? It's called, it's called church covenant or, or a covenant membership is what we called it. Because I didn't want to just have church. I didn't just want to do church. I wanted to do covenant. And see, there's a difference between being a member or a partner. 
The Lord dealt with me at that time says, no, we are people of covenant. What does it mean to be a covenant? That means that wherever Gonzalo is, I'm there with him. If he needs prayer, I'm praying with them. Whatever the pink savant needs prayer, we're there with them. We're believing with them with like a church believes. Amen. So we're not letting people feel like they're all by themselves, like they're alone. Amen. You're not by yourself. If one member hurts, we all feel it. We're all there praying for that person. We're all there believing with that person. Can I get an amen? Because it's not enough to just be a member. Member just pays dues and I'll see you when I see you. There's no relationship in membership. But in covenant membership, hey, we're friends. I got your back. I believe the best of you. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yes. And there's not enough, not enough of covenant in folks nowadays. Yeah. You know, if it, if it gets competitive, yeah. if, if you're, you're like, you, we're supposed to be on the same team. Come on. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. I remember some number of years ago when I was playing football and there's this boy, he wasn't very fast, but he had the football. And I was like, he was like there and he was running. He was, so, and I was kind of behind the line, but I knew it was like, they're going to, there's no, he's going to get by himself. I'm going to have to get run up next to him. So I ran up next to him, and as he's running, people are trying to tackle him. But as they're getting close, I'm just bumping him. I didn't have to push him from behind. I didn't have to do an illegal block. I just had to bump him. Yeah. Do you hear what I'm saying? And all the bump did was this. It slowed down those who were trying to get him. Yeah. And my, my job was to guide him into the end zone. Yeah. As a member, our job is to help each other get into the end zone. Do you, hear, do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. And so the Lord said, no, you're a church of, cus- you're a church of covenant, but you're destined to win. All, the, all this in 2007, before the church started, I was working at a nonprofit. And I said, Lord, what's my mantra? What's, what's, what's my thing that I live for? How, what's the thing? I, if you were going to say, Pastor Mark, what's his? he's destined to win. And when I took that for me, I took that for the church. I, I, ran, I ran a nonprofit there and I used that slogan there. And I, everywhere I went for the years, I had to use that for years. And I said, you know, I'm not letting that go. And I realized I've forgotten about it. Yeah. I, I realized that your people have, has, have said, do, and do, any of you, do any of you remember hearing me say, I'm destined to win? A few of you, some, a few of you have heard me say it, but not in correlation into the destiny and, and the purpose of what that means to you and I. Yeah. That means you're going to win. That means you're going to live a life as a winner, not That's someone right. who's beat up, right. tore up. Look, you look like you were dragged through a knothole backwards. Too many people look defeated, walk around defeated. They, they, they walk around, they, like, they feel like they've just lost. And God don't want you to feel like you're lost. I, told, I, I just made up my mind. I'm, I'm not going to live like a loser anymore. That was one of my biggest driving, the driving factors when I got saved. I got tired of living a life depressed, yeah. sad, lonely. Man, I, I felt like I lived my life like a country western song. I mean, uh-huh. all I had to do was just start playing it backwards and things just would start getting better. Yeah. <laughs> we forget of what it means to be a person of covenant. Because we forget of what our life looked like before the covenant was made. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. You can forget about what it was like. Yeah. You can take your, 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 your covenant privileges for granted. Yeah. Much like you can take your covenant privileges with your wife for granted. Or your husband for granted. Yeah. Take them for granted. Oh, they're just, you know, there's just old Bob. That's just my old lady. That's just my old man. 
No, there's no, there ain't no old lady in my home. There's the queen in my home, the princess of my life. You're right. And so, and you can take that relationship for granted. Do people do it all the time? And then they start looking at other people. Maybe, maybe I'm looking for the new Dela Cruz woman here. No, no, we, I, I got one and I got one and one only. We're, we're covenant relationship. That means until death do we part. Do you hear what I'm saying? But we didn't have to worry about it because it's a long time. It's because it's 120, 120, right? Because we're believing God for the promises to work on the inside of us. Amen. And, and one of the things that, that the Lord has, has said to me is that, that unless the church come in with the idea that miracles belong to them, they won't receive them. Miracles are yours. They're yours. They're either they're either coming to you or going by you. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. It's either coming to you. It's sort of like having a subscription to a cellular service. Either you're subscribed and you're in membership or you're in covenant with it or you're, it's going, going right by you. Yeah. Yeah. Don't shout me down because I'm preaching real good. good. Come on. Yeah. Well, what's the incentive of being a, a covenant member? Healing, prosperity, yeah. people praying for you, people, people you're not by yourself. Yeah. You got the Holy Ghost. You're in a group. You're in a you are in a group bubble that's believing God for you right now. There's believing God for miracles that happen right here. So if you came to church and you needed a miracle today, you're in a bubble. You're in an atmosphere that said a miracle is happening to you today. Come on. I'm getting my miracle. I'm getting my healing. I'm getting my restoration. I'm getting my husband back. I'm getting my kids back. I'm getting, I'm getting the things that were lost back. All because of covenant. All because of covenant. Praise the Lord. Let's open our Bibles to Luke 4. You know, you heard me mention this last week, how the, the, in, in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11, there was this equipping of the body. And then, and then that part of that equipping was the edifying of, of the church. You know, you know what the word edify means? I misspoke. I miss, you know, there's two times I misspoke. You know, you've got to realize pastor's going to mess up now and then. He's going to make mistakes. That's why we got to be good students, right? That doesn't mean you throw a stone at pastor just because he makes a mistake, right? Because if I did, I'd be really getting used to it. It'll be like dodgeball. I'd be kind of like, I'm going to get you this time, pastor. I got my dodgeball. I'm ready. You know, does anybody know the, 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 the three rules to, to dodgeball? Duck, dodge, and dive. Just remember that. The three... Those are the three rules of dodgeball. <laughs> and sometimes you're going to just feel like you're under assault, like you, like you make mistakes, and you know, I'm going to make mistakes. But that's why we're here to get, because we're in a covenant relationship. That's right. Amen. My covenant relationship means I'm not going to tear you down because yeah. you, you did something wrong today, Tom. I ain't, I, Tom looked at me kind of funny today, yeah. you know, and when he was dancing, I just kind of was taking my notes, you know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There ain't none of that. There's covenant there. That means I can trust him. That means I know he ain't going to backbite me. I know he ain't going to tear me down. In fact, I know he's got my back. And if someone says, you know what Tom said about you? I'm like, mm, you lying. Me and him in covenant. That's, like, that's my dog right there. That's my friend right there. That's my brother right there. Right? Ain't nothing going to get between that. What am I doing? I'm guarding that relationship. And see, when you're in a when you're in covenant relationship, it's something that you guard. It's something that you see value in. 
I value the, my leadership. I, va- I value Pastor Nancy. I don't have to be Pastor Nancy's best friend. Come on. Well, I wasn't invited to, was it Colorado? I wasn't invited there. Everybody, everybody else got invited. I wasn't invited. What? I understand my role in my relationship. Well, she drives up in a Range Rover. I've never got to ride in a Range Rover with her. That's not fair. Is that where my, our giving goes to? Covenant relationship understands that my relationship to her is connected to my prosperity. And I ain't going to backbite the woman. I'm going to build her up. Edifying means build up. Going back to what I said, remember edify over in Ephesians chapter 4. Edify means I'm going to build up. I'm going to mean if something's broken, I'm going to restore. Yeah. And it says in equip and do and, and edify in love. In other words, I'm going to help her in love and, and the fact that she's going to be restored. And, and whatever's missing, whatever's broken, yeah. it gets fixed. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm not going to tear her down. I, I, she doesn't need my criticism or my critique on her leadership. Well, you know, she doesn't lead like everybody. First of all, she's not called to lead like everybody else. She's, she's not given the voice like everybody else. She's, her voice is designed for you and me. It's based on covenant. But you can't have covenant if you're always griping. You can't enjoy covenant if you're divided. You, you may want covenant, but if you're not committed to covenant... You can't enjoy the covenants and the covenant right. If you're half in, you're half out. Half in, half out don't work in God, in the God kingdom. Because it's established on covenant. The old covenant was was, was based on promises, right? But now you have a covenant built on better promises, more precious promises. So why would I play half in, half out? Why would I treat it like the hokey pokey? You put your left foot in, you put your left foot out, you put your left foot in on, on Sunday, and then you shake it all about. And then, cause, and then the rest of the week, you're just walking outside your covenant. Partially committed. And yet you want the full blessing of the commitment. Sort of like being, it's like being married, half committed. Honey, are you committed to my marriage? Well, most of the time. And you'd be like, what do you mean by most of the time? Yeah. You'd be like, there's something wrong with that, com- that kind of commitment. You'd start questioning, what do you mean a half a time or a quarter time or sometimes? You, you, you do a double take and God doesn't want his church to be half committed. Amen. Half commitment must go. So what, like I said, what were some of the incentives? Come on. What were some of the incentives? Healing, prosperity. Come on, walk, walking in walking in peace of mind. Covenant is a big word. We we forget of all that's included with the covenant. How many of you got to Ephesians like I asked you to? Not Luke chapter thirteen like I asked you. Luke chapter thirteen. Did I even say which first chapter to turn to yet? Luke chapter thirteen. Did I say chapter three? Well, let's just go to Luke chapter thirteen. I may have said Luke chapter three. So I'm a child of covenant. Now, here's Jesus talking. Or actually, verse 10. Let's start in uh, 13, verse 10. And now he, he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. This is Jesus. And behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity 18 years. 
and was bent over and could in no ways raise herself up. Now, notice she's been in this condition for 18 years, the Bible says. This is significant. <clears throat> but when Jesus saw her, he called to her and said, Woman, you are loose from your infirmity. And he laid his hand on her head, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. But the rulers, say the rulers, the, the religious bunch, say the religious bunch of the synagogue answered with indignation because Jesus had healed was on the Sabbath day. And he said to the crowd, there are six days in which a man ought to work. Therefore, come and, he, and, and, and be healed on them and do not do this on the Sabbath day. And Jesus, come on, what, a, what a terrible, wicked thing to say, right? And Jesus answered and said, the Lord answered and said, hypocrites, does not one of you on the Sabbath day loose his ox or his ass from the stall and lead it away to, to water? So ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, being a daughter of covenant. See, when you said Abraham, you mentioned, the, you just referenced the covenant. Being a child of Abraham, being a, see, what I want you to get this morning is very important. You need to understand, you're just not a child of God anymore. You are a child of covenant. You are a child of relationship. And sometimes we're missing on things because we forget that we have a covenant. You have a covenant with God. You're missing out because you're failing to access the covenant. And Jesus is saying, this girl has been coming to your church for some 18 years. You, pastor, you, she's been coming here for 18 years. She's been bowed over, tied like a mule, and nobody's been here to lease her. The same covenant in Deuteronomy that existed then was still in, it was still in operation then when Jesus spoke. In other words, the new covenant had not been established yet. He's saying, this is a daughter of Abraham. She ought to be loosed. Instead, you sit here and you play religious games and you leave her bound. Not reminding her that she is a child of covenant. When you realize that you are a child of covenant, it makes you stand up. When you realize of who you are, it makes you walk and, uh, and, and do things that you thought were not possible. Only for the reason that you were a child of covenant. That's right. That's right. Come on. I tell you, this, this was like a bomb that went off inside of me. I was like, oh, uh, uh. you know, Thursday, uh, Pastor Molina, you know, can I just be frank? I, had, I taught Wednesday night. I was just like, I just, I was so done with Wednesday night. I, mean, I just, ugh. Yeah, I was teaching Wednesday night. Just have, you know, you play basketball. You, you tell your best athletes. It don't matter who you are. He's just having an off night. You can have an off night. I've even heard doctors say that. He talked about, you just ever preach and you just felt like everything just falls to the dirt. Yeah. Oh boy, that just makes, that just makes me feel better. Yeah. Like, you know, you're just going to, sometimes you're just plowing and, and just in clay. You just feel like you're just, you're not making a difference. And, and the Lord reminded me uh, uh, after service, we were talking she goes, you know what I haven't done that the Lord told me to do years and to, and to keep it on a regular basis? I haven't done it. That means I was being disobedient. I want you to just point some. He says, you need to go to the mountains. I've told you to go to the mountains for a day. No electronics. Just put everything away and spend time with me. Now, some of you got to be careful because some of you can go to the mountains and just, well, I'm going to go fishing. Just hear what Jesus has to say. No, this is a time where I'm opening up my Bible and I'm getting quiet. 
I'm putting cell phones away, no computers on. It's just me and him. And then there he reminds me of the covenant that I have with him. He reminds me of this thing that he has put on my plate that he has handed me over the years. And then how I have not been accessing the covenant like I ought to. See, see, it makes a big difference when you hear that you're a covenant child. It makes a big difference when you realize I have a covenant and that healing's already mine. You know, uh, Kenneth Hagin said this some number of years ago. He says people go to church and they, they he says, you know, I, he said I can have meetings and people can get healed. But I don't want to have meetings where people just get healed and walk away and end up losing their healing. I want people, I want to teach people how to get their healing and how to keep their healing. Do you hear what I said? It's, it's not enough to just get your healing. It's not enough just to get a miracle. It's another thing to keep that miracle. It's another thing to keep that healing. And, and this daughter, having been tied some 18 years, she, need, she ought to be loosed. You've been living a certain way for years. You've been living in bondage. You've been living in lack. And, and you, but yet you have a covenant. See, this woman had a covenant for 18 years and didn't even know. Didn't even know that she, was, that she could get up and straighten up and walk out. Living far below what was owed to her, what was due to her, what already belonged to her. God said it was already yours from the very beginning. Since I lay the foundations of the earth, it was already yours. Your healing church has already been paid for. You have the covenant built on better precious promises. It's already quit. Don't live. Don't 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 allow yourself. Don't allow yourself or, or allow your mind to accept. The lower, li- the lower way of living. That's right. That's right. Come on, pick yourself up today. Come on. Loose yourself. Yeah. Loose yourself. Yes. Say, I am a covenant child. Covenant child. I am free. Covenant. And you know, and sometimes you're just going to have to remind yourself of the covenant. Yeah. Every time you say, I'm a covenant child. Yeah. And so I'm telling you, you think the devil's just going to let you get away with you saying that? I'm going to tell you, it's going to be a war. It's going to be a battle in your mind. Yeah. That means you're going to have to capture every thought to the obedience of Christ. That's right. I'm not saying this is easy. Yeah. It's not easy. It, it takes discipline to look up in the mirror and say, you are a child of covenant. I'm going to do the word today. I'm, I'm going to worship today. I'm going to praise him today. I'm going to violate some things today. I'm going to go against what, 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 what I think, how I'm designed to be. I was, I'm designed to be a quiet. No, you're not designed to be quiet. Have you... I, 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 I just I like this one. Miss half you fools, if you won the lottery today, you'd all be jumping up and down. You'd be jumping up and down. Well, I'm gonna tie someday if I give if I win the lottery. They said, no, you ain't. You can't tie to God now with what little you have. You're in a tithe later. If you ain't gonna be a covenant child today, you're gonna be to one tomorrow. You just gotta make up your mind. You just gotta make up your mind. I'm a child of covenant. I'm getting over on some things this year. I'm going to start enjoying some things this year. I'm, t- I'm telling you, it's time for some folks to enjoy some things some year, this year. I, I'm, I'm not kidding. There's some of you, and you, some of you folks need some furniture. You know who you are. You need some furniture. I, I was like, I had some, I got some furniture to sell. I said, I, 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 you know, I'm, there's some things, some, there's some of you that ha- you're holding on some things that you don't even need anymore. Some good stuff, but you want something newer. 
and say, it's time for some of you to let some things go. You, you do. And that's the reason why God hasn't given you anything new, because you're always holding on. You're not willing to sow even some of those old things that you you're holding on to junk. Some of you. Now, I'm not saying so. If you know that's junk, don't so give it to someplace else. Take it to the dump. Don't even take it to Salvation Army because that that's or, or have a garage sale. Portal, they, they don't they, they're not garage sales. They're, they're junk sales. It's not even that's a trash sale. That's one thing that should have ended up in the dumpster that didn't. Right. You know, you'd be a blessing. You'd be a blessing. Be a blessing of the Lord. Pray for folks. Believe for folks. Bless folks. Don't be just a sucker. Be a giver. Come on. Say, I'm a giver. I'm a child of covenant. But it change. It really will change the way you think. Yeah. And that, and if you don't think that way, and that's a, and then you feel like it's violating who you. How, well, I usually don't think about people. I usually think about myself. Well, then start changing the way you think. Yeah. Start thinking about some other folks other than yourself. That's right. Amen. You heard me say last week. I saw this woman pull up in her older car. And there was a side of me that just blessed her. I, you know, she was washing her car. And it wasn't a really nice car, but she was washing. She was taking care of what God took, gave her. Yeah. She took care for it. Yeah. She was washing. I watched her even put little armor on her little little Honda. It was a, probably a Civic. It was an older vehicle. It was kind of beat up. But you could tell she was trying to take care of it. Yeah. I said, girl, it, the, 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 the compassion of God came into my heart. And she could hardly understand what, but I said, I want to bless you for taking care of what God gave you. I want to bless you. Even if they didn't, weren't able to do that. Sometimes people's heads can get sunk so low for so long. They can be bowed over for so long. They can only live, they can, they're so used to living low that once they hear that they got a covenant, their life can begin to change. All they need is a little bit of love and some, some, right. somebody just inserting something. Yeah. Even if they don't have that, that ability yet to get there, you can help them get there by just being a blessing to them. Yeah. Say, my father, God gave this to me. And I want to bless you to help you. Yeah. It's not just about me. It's not, me. it's not just about the Johnson family. It's not just about the Robles family. It's not just about the Dela Cruz family. Come on. It's about me being a blessing, being, being the salt of the earth, being a, being a light on a, on, a, on, a, on a hill. Come on. It's about being, being something to somebody that somebody needs. Amen. Come on. We're, we're a river church, man. There's an outflowing of who we are. Come, do you hear what I'm saying? See, there's an outflowing in me. And he said to her, being a daughter of Zion, who Satan has bound this year for 18 years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath. And when he said these things, all his adversaries were put to shame and all the multitude rejoiced for all the glorious things that were done by him. I said, Jesus is here right now. Remember what I said earlier? Jesus is here. It, 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 in all honesty, it, 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 it garnered some good response and some not so good. But I said, Jesus is here. Right. And we're teaching about his covenant. Right. The same covenant that loosed that woman yeah. is right here. Yeah. So that, that ought to get you to shout up and, st- and, and shout. Yeah. That ought to get you to just say, you know what? Thank you. He's here. Yeah. Thank you. He's here. Yeah. I'm here to get what he's putting down. Yeah. Come on. Deuteronomy 7, 9. You can turn if you'd like. 
Now let's turn there because you need to. Come on. Say, I'm a child of covenant. Living in the covenant. See, we're going to talk a little bit more about this covenant because I want you to see in front of your eyes what all entails in that covenant. Because the Bible says what's in the old is yours. So we're, that's why we're going back some years. You know what I'm saying? You got to go back to see what you have. Um, you know, these newer cars, they have updates. And, you know, uh, as new as my car is, you know, there's other cars that have more updates. It's like, man, I feel like I'm like I'm in the future. But no, I'm really still behind the future. But I'm OK with that because I know where I'm going. You got to be OK where where you're at because you got to see where you're going. It doesn't matter where you can't look to your neighbor and say, this is what oh, I'm disappointed because this is where they're at. And I'm so far behind. No, look at where you're at and look what God is about to do. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't look at someone else and say, oh, I wish God would do. No, God's going to do the same thing for you. Right. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. Luke chapter seven, verse nine. He says, Sir, therefore, know that the Lord, your God, he is God, the faithful God who keeps his what? Who does what? Deuteronomy seven, nine. Yeah. He, what does he do? What is what does he do? Boy, it is so quiet in here. I mean, we should be excited about what that just says. What does the Lord do? He keeps his say it with me. He keeps his covenant. He keeps his covenant. My that that's good news. To know that you're God's word. I know it's it, it, he keeps his word. We're a little too slow to respond here. That means it's getting in mental. This isn't a teaching. This is a bow and arrow going straight in your heart today. It's going to germinate some things. Some of you right now, you, you may not have gotten it. It's just like, okay, that was, that was good. But I, I believe that as you walk outside these doors, it's going to explode on the inside of you. And you're going to say, I got a covenant. I, I got a covenant. It's like finding out that you just received an inheritance from an uncle who's very wealthy. And you walk out, you go, I got it here. Okay, I got it. You're like, what does that mean? That means you're rich. What? It means you're no longer poor. It means you're rich. Come on. See, some of the people are starting to get it now. I'm rich. I'm rich. I'm not poor anymore. Well, you haven't been in my house. That's right. Well, you haven't been in my house. Well, then you're just talking about monetary things. You better you. you th- that tells you you need to you. Ha- you aren't catching every thought to the obedience of Christ because rich just doesn't mean monetary. It means it, it includes monetary things, but it also includes peace. It includes friendships. It includes covenant. It includes peace of mind. It, it, everything good that is that that's, that's in Deuteronomy. Come on. Before you say, well, I don't know about that. Better, better be with what the word says. So come on. He says, a faithful God who keeps what? A covenant. Hey, but he ain't done there. And he's mercy for a thousand generations. In other words, there's some of you who don't deserve mercy, but God's going to extend some mercy on. And he's going to do it for a thousand generations. In other words, I'm more merciful than what you think I'm merciful. Some of, I've been wanting to pour out my, I've been wanting to bless you. You know, God can't save you if you don't want to be saved. That's 
I like one person said, you know, God, God would never send anybody to hell. And he goes, I don't see how a loving God would send. No, God sent you a rescue through Jesus. Right. You are already on your way to hell. He just sent Jesus to rescue you. His, his prosperity is to rescue you so you don't have to live a certain way anymore. You don't have to have, you don't have to accept it no more than you don't have to accept Jesus. It's up to you to accept his, his, his covenant, his blessings. It's up to you. And he's faithful. His mercy is good for a thousand years. That means at any moment you can just change your mind. Just change your mind the way you think. He keeps his covenant with a thousand generations with those who love him and keep his commandments. See, if you love him, you know he wants the best for you. When you love somebody, you know there's a relationship with that person. When you love them, you know that you can trust them. When you love them, you know that you, you, can, you can trust them and they ain't going to be playing no kissy-kissy with anybody else. Right? Because that shows commitment. He's saying, I'm committed to you. He's committed to the church. Yes. Come on. Deuteronomy chapter 28. Oh, we're going to go to Deuteronomy chapter 28. Mm-hmm. Can you say it with me? Deuteronomy 28. Deuteronomy. Boy, this is. Come on, church. Come on. I only got one sister in the back saying, like, come on, Deuteronomy 28. And I got the rest of you like, well, we are not the church of the chosen frozen. Come on. We're the church of the bird's eye. Bird's eye frozen food. No, you're not the church of the chosen frozen. You're God's elect. Come on. See, I'm God's elect. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1. Now it shall come to pass, come to pass. Now it shall come to pass. Come on, as a, as a person of covenant, it shall come to pass. Now, it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God. Some people are like, well, I'm out. <laughs> I, I'm already out on that one. Dang it. I thought it was ahead, and then pastor set me behind. No, you're ahead already. Just obey his voice. Voice command that you, the Lord your God will what? Set you on high above all the nations of the earth. And all the blessing that shall come upon you and overtake you. Are you, wait a minute, does that just, wait, does that, did I read that right? Hold on, I gotta get my glasses off. I mean, I, I've read, I, I, did you read the same thing I just read? What, boy, that's some big words there. Hold on, and the blessing shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the, okay, I got that. Bless you as you'll be the city. Oh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Bless what? Bless in the city, and you shall be blessed in the country. Bless shall the fruit of your body, the produce of your ground, and the increase of your herds, the increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flocks. Bless shall your basket be in your kneading bowl. Bless shall you be when you come in, and bless when you shall go out. Boy, can you imagine? Bless when you come in, bless when you go out. What's that look like? 
Some of you got some creative minds. I see some, I saw some of those eyes, and I can see what that looks like. Here I'm driving in my car. Pastor, one day he's going to drive up in his car. Now, now forgive me, right? If I get carnal, drive down in my car, I'm having my big wrist, I'm going to be playing low rider. Just forgive me. If you ever see me driving around like that, I'm just blessed going in, blessed going out. Blessed in the city, blessed in the field. Come on. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before you. See, that's what it's like when you have a covenant. That's what it's like when you have a covenant. Even those who talk about you. Even though the, 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 the not I'm talking about the ones that you think are your enemy because they're being used by the enemy. Even God loves them. Even God wants to turn their heart. He's going to he wants to use your enemy to turn around and you say, look at you and say, I wish I would have known what I known. And I wouldn't have been treating you the way I've treated you unless I would have known the goodness of the Lord. Now I recognize that that you are not my enemy, but you're the one that prays. So that's why the Bible says pray for your enemies. Do good to them who despise you. Come on, be good. That's right. be, a, be a person of covenant. You represent the River Church. That's right. That's right. Amen. Well, you see, I'm right. The Lord will command the blessing on the... Uh, uh, let me put my glasses back on. I wrote my notes. You see, I got two notes here. I got the ones I don't need glasses on. So I need... Yeah, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses and he will and in all to which you set your hand on. And he will bless you in the land which the Lord God has given you. The Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself, just as he swore to you. If you keep the commandments of the Lord and the Lord shall walk in, and the Lord your God will walk in his ways. And then the people there shall see that you are called by the name and they shall they shall be afraid of you. The, even, the, even darkness will be afraid to cross you. Right. And the Lord will grant you plenty of goods. Amen. Wait a minute. Did the Bible say plenty of goods? The Lord's going to bless you with plenty of goods? How many of you need some goods? Seriously. If, if, if someone broke in your house, would they leave because they were disappointed? <laughs> I think someone broke in my house. <laughs> Did they take anything? No. You know you're rich. You know you can tell you're rich when they break in your house and actually take something. <laughs> then you just have to go to the refrigerator and try to find something. <laughs> Disappointing. Right? God wants to fill your house with plenty of goods. Amen. Some of you need some goods. Amen. Come on. You do. Yes. Amen. Right. Who here has a table they can give away? A dining set. Table. I want you to think about that. Don't answer now. But if you do, I know, I know someone who needs it. Who needs, who needs, who, who, who has uh, uh, some love seats or, or, or couch you need to get rid of? Don't raise your hand. If you, you, they're, and I'm talking about decent stuff, but you want to, you just want to get something nicer. Think about it. I have a place that needs to go. Not in my house. I know, I know a place where it needs to go. Because we want to be, we don't want to just be hearers only. You hear what I'm, we don't want to just be hearers only. We want to be doers. We, well, why are we doing that for them? Because we have the love and the mercy of God on the inside. Because we're in covenant. If one of us lacks, we all lack. Do you hear what I said? Think about that. Selah. I like the. You know the Bible says. Think about that. I got 
Selah means not only think about it, but let it do something on the inside of your heart. Remember what I said it was about, about, about edifying? Rebuild? Building up? Building in you? Edifying means to confirm. Confirm that we as a church, we love them. We love you. We're in covenant. We're confirming the covenant in this church that we are a covenant people. We're in covenant. We're here to help each other. Did you hear what I said? We're here to help each other. Not to throw each other under the bus. Oh my goodness. I'm telling you, this is just growing. This is just getting bigger on, on me as I'm talking about this. Psalms 103, 103 verse 17. Say, I am a child of covenant. My boy, it makes a difference when you know who you are. If, if your name happened to be Bethany, Bethany Sanchez, and someone said, um, I have a insurance for a Bethany Johnson, and you happen to be J- Bethany Johnson, you wouldn't doubt it. You're like, oh, I'm Bethany Johnson. That's mine. I have an inheritance. Oh, yeah. Whereas, so you, 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 yep, the, identif- the, the, the identity matches up. Yeah. And you'd be so excited. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, you have a covenant in blood. You hear your name has been written on the palm of his hand. And you already are a child. Of, it's already yours. You're just learning to access it. You're just learning to lay hold of it. It's already been purchased. It's already been taken for you. You don't have to strive for it. You don't have to fight for it. You just, every morning, you look at those promises in Deuteronomy 28. And you say, this is mine. I'm blessing the city. I'm blessing the field. I let my feelings go. I let my pains go. I let my hurts go. Psalms 103 verse 17 says this. He says, but the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him and the righteousness unto the children's children to keep as to such as keeps his covenant and to those that remember his commandment to do them. That woman being loosed had a covenant. Didn't know it. Didn't know that because she was a daughter of Abraham, she could be loosed. She didn't know she could be loosed. And all she had to hear Jesus say this to the folks, ought not this woman, being a child of Abraham, ought she not be loosed? Ought you not be loosed today? Ought you not be loosed from poverty? Ought you not be loose from affliction? Ought you not be loose from depression? Ought you not be, not be loose from, from unemployment? Ought you not, not be loose from poverty? Ought you not be loose from, from just disease, sickness? If you, you don't know what that is. Just say, Father, look at what Deuteronomy talks about. Even getting your mind back. Ought you not be loose from those things, those afflictions? Yes, yes. Why? Because you're a child of covenant. I mean, I got up this morning and I said, Lord, I'm a person of covenant. I mean, you start, you got to renew your mind to covenant, being a covenant person. You just talk to yourself as a covenant. I'm a child of covenant. I'm blessed going, but more important, because I'm a covenant person. I understand covenant. I understand relationship. I'm guarding it like a rattlesnake. Like some of you ladies, you guard your children. And that kid's about ready to bite a piece of poison. You're like, what are you doing? And that poison falls out of his head. How would you do it? I didn't want you to eat that. I'm protecting you. I'm guarding you. I'm, I'm guarding my covenant. Yeah, that's right. I'm protecting it. Yeah. 
Ain't nothing going to get between me and my covenant because that's where the blessing's at. I'm guarding it. 18 years. 18 years you live a certain way and just took one day to recognize you had a covenant to change all things. Just one day. Just one word from God. It's all it took for you to recognize I don't have to live like this anymore. Just a revelation from God to set you free. Hebrews 8, 6 says this. He says, but we, but now he has obtained a more excellent ministry. Who did Jesus for you and I? Inasmuch as he is also mediator of a better covenant, which is established on better promises. Also, well, you know, some folks will argue their way out. Well, we, we are not Jews. We're not, you're not a Jew. So you don't really have that covenant. But if you read what the scripture says about how Father Abraham would be the father of all nations. How is he the father of all nations? By this adoption through faith. You're adopted by faith. And because you're a faith person, you are now under the fatherhood of Abraham. Because you had faith. So what, what natural, super physical body couldn't do... Faith brings into a supernatural realm and grafts you in as a child. Say, I'm free. Come on, pastor driving in his car, Lexus. Come on. And he's just saying, come on, just take a little trip with Jesus. Come on, it's all you have to do. Come on, don't don't just sit there on the sideline. Be a part. Be a part of what God is wanting to do. Because God wants to take you some places this year. He he ain't going to leave you on the sidewalk this year. I I, I know some folks are catching. I I see some some of you right now like, I'm taking that one. I'm taking that one. I see see people say, I'm getting loose today. This very moment, I've just made my decision to get loose. I'm getting loose. I'm getting free. That's all you got to do is just make up your mind. I'm getting free. And you just got to be just just matter of fact about it. You just got to be made up your mind. I know I'm free. And and don't let the devil talk you out of your freedom. Well, you know, that was a good service. You know, we've been in a lot of good service. You know, we've heard a lot of good preaching now and then. You know, well, you know. No, today you get free. And you stay free. And we're going to talk about staying free. Because children of covenant have that right to stay free. You have a right to stay free. You deserve to stay free. Luke chapter 4, verse 25. This is, a, this is the big capper right here. Say amen when you get there. Luke chapter 4. Verse 25, he says, but Jesus says this, but I tell you many widows that were in, in, in the day of Elijah, but when the heaven was shut up three years and six months, there was a great famine through all the, all the land, but none of them was Elijah sent to, to Zarephath in the, in the region of Sidon to a woman who was a widow and many lepers were in Israel in the time of Elijah, the prophet, and none of them was cleansed except Naaman the Syrian. So all those in the synagogues, when they heard these things, they were filled with what? Wrath. Now, some people read that or they don't read it or they just read right by it real fast, not realizing what Jesus is saying. He was saying, <clears throat> I want you to think about this. 
You had a great prophet in the day, in a region, in a place where there's supposed to be a lot of believers, Jews. Many lepers. And you had, two, you had a woman and a man who weren't even born, who weren't even Israelites. They weren't Jews. And he said, they got delivered and everybody else didn't. You get what he's saying? A widow and a leper who weren't even. So in other words, well, I'm not a Jew doesn't make the cut here. Because Jesus is saying, you don't have to be a Jew to receive what God has given to you and me. You don't have to be. You already are a person of covenant because you made a decision for Christ. How many people have made a decision here for Christ? Raise your hand. I have made a decision for Christ. I am living all out for God. And if you haven't been living all out, it's, just, it's easy to say, I'm living all in. It's that, just that easy. Pastor, you just make it too easy. Well, he did it already. That's why we just say be quick to repent, be quick to believe, and be quick to forgive. Those are the big three that are going to either make you or break you. Especially a person of covenant. You got to be quick to believe, quick to repent, and quick to forgive. I want to walk in healing. Greater dimension this year. I want to walk in a greater fullness this year. But it's going to require the big three to fulfill that covenant. To stay in that covenant. Say, I am a child. How many got blessed this morning? Well, I tell you, God has been, God, I'm telling God has done a work in us right now. God has done a work in us. Now, some of you have that. Remember, I, I don't want us to put down what I just said about some of that, that furniture, clothes, or that furniture, just furniture.